welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. That uh, nice British lady was actually lying because Scott is not in this week. Uh, he is out on a nice uh, pleasurable vacation somewhere, having a great good old time. And um, so rather than, uh, you know, bore you by trying to talk to myself, for an hour, which I would gladly do and do on a regular basis, but there's no need to record it and make you all listen to it. Uh, we're going to uh, release a, uh, a little teaser to one of our Patreon um, pieces, which is uh, Lost and Found. And um, the, 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 you can get that by going to patreon.com slash lost at home. And uh, we, we have that Patreon up to make a few extra bucks here and there. And it's been a little while since we posted anything on Lost and Found there. But uh, we've got a few pieces that are uh, recorded, and I'm working on the editing process. And I've got one ready to go that I'm going to go ahead and put out there today for all the listeners to hopefully get you a little teaser and make you head on over to Patreon.com and maybe uh, maybe subscribe to one of those little tiers there. Um, we're going to got some more coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, after that, because those are about 30 minutes long, I'm going to play uh, one from the archives of our Patreon.com lost and found page so you can uh, listen to that as well so we're gonna have two little lost and founded uh, tidbits for you to listen to today uh in place of me just talking to myself for an hour i'm still going to talk to myself for an hour i'm just not going to record it and um well anyway uh, before that i got a little bit of homework to get out of the way here uh we are going to be at uh, scott and i both of us at the uh, Vermont Comic Con, August 26th and 27th, and hopefully those of you in the area or anywhere nearby can make the trek in. It's always an awesome, awesome, awesome time. Jason Moulton, uh, Jay Moulton, puts an awesome show on there. We had him on the show not that long ago to talk about the experience of putting it on and, of course, who's going to be there and all this good, fun stuff. And... Um, it's always a great time. We always have a blast. Uh, it's two days, and uh, there's just t- tons of great vendors. Great, uh, you can get some great comics. You can pick up some great artwork and uh, everything from regional and local artists to uh, those you know from further away and some you know celebrities and whatnot. And uh, it's it's an awesome time. So Vermont Comic Con 26th, 27th of this month coming up. Uh, probably just about a week away from when you hear this. Maybe maybe a couple. Um, anyway, so. I'm not going to bore you anymore talking to myself, so I'm just going to play these Patreon pieces. How's that? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of uh, Donnie Goes to the Movies. I also was going to was gonna call it Donnie Does Movies. I know it's better. Maybe change the, the, the name right after this, but but uh, this, this is a this is a, a podcast that we just started where uh, I talk about movies I've been a part of. I don't actually go to any movies. You know, I don't actually go to see the movies, anything like that. But I uh, but I actually. I make movies for a living. I've been making movies for a long time, and I do. I have a, a lot to thank uh, uh, my my co-host for for getting me into the movies. And I would actually oh. like him to introduce himself right now. Please introduce yourself, co-host. Well, I guess if I'm uh, if I'm being put on the air, I'm putting put on the spot. You I'm, are. I'm sorry I'm about that. M- Morty Finkelsteinberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a I'm a mover and a shaker. I, uh, I'm a producer. I've seen a move and a shake. He's really good. I, uh, thank you, thank we've been, you. We've been through uh, a lot we, together. We, we, we have this uh, rapport. We've been through a lot together, we have. We've been making movies how long? 
100 years, it seems, right? It seems like it, but oh you God. know that's not possible. I'm a numbers man. I yeah, know I that's know, not know. possible with the numbers. I know. Here's the thing. I got I got you to thank pretty much for my entire oh, I know. career. You know? Cause here's you the- have Morty Finkelsteinberg to thank. As you can tell by my accent, I started out as a little kid from uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. I was just wondering like what the movie's all about. How little? You pick me up one day, you how, say How you, how little? Are you I was a little kid. I was a little kid. Well, I was pretty small. It was well, I was a little kid. Or I, I like the I, I like the way we riff. I interrupted I him. My age. I know, it's great. This is great. This is what we do here. Donnie does uh, Donnie goes to the movies. So so the thing Donnie was, and Morty go to the movies. It's just, as we like to call it, it it's here actually, in the no, studio. It's actually Donnie goes to the movies. Donnie and Morty go to the movies. Here's the thing, though. Steinberg here in the house. Oh, okay. Yes, you are. But I, I do. I like you. You pretty much you make movies for a living. I, I, I spend the dollars. I, I add up the shekels, and I work on movies for a living. Those are two different things. People don't know Four that. Four dollars and shekels. People don't know it that. It works out nicely. What we're gonna do is every every episode we're gonna talk about an old movie we did together. Oh, and, that's in like something your grandpa probably liked, and 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 then like a new one that's just out fresh in the theater. We're like, still doing movies. We're still like, doing movies. Like something in the like a Scarlett Johansson biopic. Yeah, well, yeah, like something like uh uh, uh Transformers First Night, for, for instance. Oh my God, we're gonna do that today. We're also gonna talk about Splash, the original. I 1984. can't believe you just dropped that bomb on everyone. Like they're going, what are they gonna talk about? And you're like, oh, it's gonna be Transformers and Splash. And we're like, oh, oh spoiler alert. Well, no, I'm literally just telling them what we're gonna talk about on the show. Spoiler alert! It's not a spoiler. We're not talking about the. I'm not spoiling it to the show. I'm saying what we're talking about. I'm just. Exp- this is a, I like the riff we got. We though. got chemistry. This is we, gonna we, work. This is gonna be Finkel Steinberg and what well, the fuck's your name again, <laughs> you sexy bastard? Well, I mean, you know me as Donnie. Oh, I know you as Donnie, but what do you tell me your name is? Donnie, it's Donnie. Come uh, on. You say it different later. Uh, no, it's Donnie. Come you on. You know, later after Donnie the show Donnie does ends. movies. Donnie goes to movies. Donnie does movies. I think Donnie does movies. Donnie better. and Morty do the movies. Okay, then. Um, so the first movie we are going to talk about... Splash. Is, is, is Splash. Well, you know, everyone knows Splash. It's Morty a- Finkelsteinberg, he... Br- well, he... I, Okay, if you're a first-time listener, you need to understand. So I like doing third person. Third person works for me. When I say Morty likes this, I mean Morty Most people who do third this. person just do it. They don't tell everybody that they're going to talk. I don't want to confuse people. They're but like, you are straight shooters. They're gonna, we, why you is, and I are friends. We're both straight shooters, you know? Well, we're straight shooters, but you don't understand. Like, when you're on a podcast and people under, misunderstand names and voices, you need to be like, Morty says... That that good that makes sense actually. You That's might want to try. What would you Donnie says? That well, I I do my my catchphrase. A lot of people know me for this. I say Donnie, don't do that. Donnie, don't do that. That's what I do. I do t- talk in the third person when t- like to t- say something that I should do. You should you should you should tell me you finally love me. Maybe ah, maybe cuddle late at night. Donnie, don't do that. See that. Like, that's my catchphrase. That's the only time I talk in the third person. The rest of the time... Actually, you know, come to think of it, Tony does talk in the third person a lot. But I'm just not as aware of it as you. You know, third person, you know, sometimes you talk... Like, I, I, I wasn't as aware of it, I guess, as you. That well, I, don't. I, I don't talk like that normally. I mean, when I'm in my normal persona, I just I talk like me. But I understand this is a new media. 
the, the podcast yeah. media has not quite gotten out to the rest of the world yet. But the thing is, like, you and I, we know new media. We started in movies way back. I mean, yeah, movies have been around for a while, but we were like movers and shakers in the movie business. And you started making these crazy movies. People were like, were like, wait, wait a minute. You're going to make a movie about a mermaid? You know? It's going to be crazy. Or that one you made about about Wolfenstein. Remember that one? Wolfenstein, yeah. Yeah, it was called Wolfenstein. I mean, my original title was Nazi Hero Kills People. Well, yeah, but, like, the crazy thing is, is I have no idea, because uh, last I knew you were Jewish, but why? you, but you called him Nazi Hero. But, like, but people were like, why would he do this? Why would he do this? And I said, Donnie didn't do that. The fucking Morty did that. No, Morty did that. Morty likes flipping the script. I'm you like, you got to Jew? You got to Jew? Let's make a Nazi remember, movie. Remember that time when you was uh, actually in, in, in charge of all the scripts, and you literally flipped the scripts? So nobody could read them, he said. And people were like, what am I supposed to do with this? And they said, I don't know. I flipped the script on you. Morty leaves, That's and I, I got to fucking deal with the aftermath. And Tom Hanks on the on the uh, on the set of Splash is like, wow, what what does this word mean? You know, you're and telling said, you're telling me that's how I got kicked off this set of Schindler's List. I was executive producer for you were, yes, for yeah. three days. And you said I'm gonna split the and, script, and then I'm like, let's flip the scripts. Flip it. That's right. You didn't split I it. I literally flipped it. You we split it on a different all movie. The scripts. Yes, right. you, and and I'm like, like, where that little girl's red, and everything else is black and white. I'm like. Fuck let's make that. everything. Morty let's sets, make the, everything's red, and she's in black, black and, and white. white. And you tried to make that happen. And Steven Spielberg said, "Who let this guy on my movie set?" And I said, "Nobody hired him." And then I said, "Hey, Stevie, because I know Steven pretty well." I said, "Stevie, he's a friend of mine." He said, "Who the fuck are you?" You know. And I said, "Steven Spielberg, I am a Jew. I know what happened during Schindler's List." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I think I know better than you." And I was like, "Listen, Bubby." Bubby. Well, that's, he, baby. Liked, he liked to be called baby, Bubby, 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 Bubby. Bubby, Bubby. Bubby, Bubby. That's why right. he Bubby. liked to be called Bubby, 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 yeah, and and, 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 and the words are reversed unless it's a palindrome. It looks the same. And I'm like, you know what? How many black Jews were there? How many Jews were red after Hitler got done with him? And I'm like, ah. And I dropped the flip script on the ground. You did. And he said, thank God, I don't want anything to do with that flip script anymore. Let's take the real scripts out. Who? Somebody get this guy off my movie set. And then he, and made, he made me go. with a movie full of black Jews and none of them bled. That's right. And I'll I think, wanted to see bleeding black that, Jews. Well, here, here, hand to God, I enjoyed the movie, though. It was a good I movie. I did, too. It was a good movie. But Here's you know what? I wanted to see at least one black Jew bleed. And he was like, get off my sex. Stop taking craft services what? and putting it in your pockets. And I'm well, like, yeah, I'm well, just taking a scone. Stop being such a Jew. The, the other thing that I don't and think he, really flew very well was you actually had the whole marketing campaign with T-shirts and everything printed that literally said, I want to see one black Jew bleed. And you uh, thought it was going to sell big time. And he said, this isn't going to work. He said, I already spread it around. I already got the marketing department yeah. on it. They I, said, who are you talking to? You don't have access to the marketing I, department. I wasn't just sued by Steven Spielberg, you see. Morty was sued by Tay Diggs. His image I put on the shirt, of course, because Tay Diggs, sexy, sexy, of course, sexy yeah, nobody's, man. nobody's challenging that. No, and, of course and, not. And he was just covered in red blood, but he was black and white. Oh, I see. What a lot of people didn't get, he was wearing black denim jeans, a white t-shirt, and he was black. It was actually a literal 
photo. And it, it was great because they actually reused it for a Calvin Klein campaign later that year. With less red, there was no blood. No, they just actually was him with his shirt off. It actually... Ah, oh, Tay Diggs with his shirt off. I tell you, my wife, it gets her wet. Oh, it no. gets her more wealth than the gefilte fish she scoops out of the can with her spork. Hey, here's the thing, though. We're we here to talk a about... cast iron spork that we stole from Hitler's bunker. Not many people know this. People could steal Hitler's goods when he committed suicide. He had a spork. And a lot of people don't know this. Morty knows this. That spork in silver was probably the first spork ever made. I would think so. I thought Spork started with Kentucky Fried Chicken. But yeah, Holocaust started with the Nazis. It finished with Kentucky Fried Chicken. That was a long time. It's still going pretty good. Well, for chickens. That's true. The but chicken Marty Holocaust. Marty does like himself a nice piece of crispy breast. Here's, here's the thing, though. But I was going to say, you actually set me up for a good segue a little while ago. So I don't know if I can still use it. But I was going to say, speaking of wet... Our first movie up, we're going to talk about is Splash. Splash. From 1984, Tom Hanks, directed by Ron Howard, writing by Brian Grazer, who liked to work with Ron Howard a lot. Oh, now, you, you grew up with Ron. Oh, I remember Ron when he was a little tyke. He yeah. had the little red hair. Oh, because you, you produced the show he was on. Yeah, uh, Cheers, wasn't it? No, it was I the other one. I have a bad memory. No. I, think it's, I think it's the canned gefilte fish. Oh, it was like Green Acres or something like uh, that. That canned gefilte fish is full of nickel. It's yeah. eating away at my cerebellum in a way that my wife doesn't even How understand. How long do you have to live? Did they tell you? They said I'm lucky to be alive. But every time I find a penny, so I, every day, I pick it up because I'm a Jew. Every day is up a miracle. Day. Every day is a miracle to you. you. Know, very few people know this, but Morty knows this. When you find a penny heads up on the ground, that's one less day with cancer. Wow, that's 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 a great way to look at life. And the thing is, so you've done so much with your life. And Splash, Splash, Splash especially. Splash. Yeah. 1984, we got to work with Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, Eugene Levy, Ron, Ron Howard, Brian Grazer, all these great people. John Candy was a pleasure. He let me hide a penny under his boob. And that's when he right. ran on set and dropped it randomly, I found it up. Remember though, remember I, like he he had he had like a like a like a special like trick he used to do, and I would call it a trick. But really, he was trying to hide things from uh, his doctor who was on set, trying to stop him from dying of diabetes all the time. And he would hide a cheeseburger under his titty nonstop. But every once in a while, right next to the penny, then I ask, "Oh, he right. Morty wants this penny later. Just drop it randomly, and I'll be like, oh, one less day of cancer, and yeah. it's heads up.' And you know what?" If I ever found that penny and it was tails up, oh, John, John Candy, Candy would have been fired. He was going to, yeah, well, because you told on him one time, you told his doctor he had a cheeseburger stuck under his tit. And he said, uh, no way he does that. And they had to fucking fire him because he had the thing is, so John Candy was supposed to be the main character in that movie, but he got fired like four days in because he had cheeseburgers under his tits. He was supposed to be the man who found that fish girl. Like Morty always says, yeah. there's a fish girl. Right. right, yeah, yeah. That we're on set right now. Roll cameras, action, yeah. gaffers, grip, grip. Yeah, the grip is always fucking up. Oh, yeah, and then we'd be like, John Candy, go. And he'd be like, oh, that girl is hot. Fish sticks. And we're like, no. No, the fish sticks? No, no, he's not Morty say does that. not do the fish sticks. And I'd be like, no, you cannot eat that girl. Morty says, 
No. I think in John Candy, every time he looked at something, it looked like a hamburger or a hot dog like in the cartoons. I think that every time John Candy looked at Daryl Hannah, he wanted to put a little tartar sauce on it. I think so. And lick it off. But that, it, and that was before we even started shooting and she was in the... That was just what he wanted to do to Daryl Hannah, not even before she was fucking mermaid. Yeah, every day on set. Oy vey. He was just like, I want to put some tartar sauce on Daryl Hannah. But but what's it, the thing is, though, like John Kenny aside, it was almost a blessing in disguise, right? And Because next thing you know, we got Tom Hanks coming on and he comes in the movie. Oh, he saves that, the whole thing. That fish dick... Yeah, he saved- Morty has one thing to say about that fish stick. He was just, he was wooden. He he was wooden. Tom Hanks? There's a reason See, why the- they cast him as Woody. He was wooden. What was years later? Like decades later, they cast him as Woody. Uh, okay, decades, 20 years later, Nichols, they cast him as Woody. Tip pennies? Are you going to just call it everything I say today? No, no, it's fine. Morty does Bully not no, that's really fine. like to be called out. I'm sorry. No, but I, I'm just I'm just surprised because I thought you and Tom Hanks were friends. You've produced a lot of his movies and things like that. Oh, but, you know, okay. Remember Big? You you produced Big right, right around the same time? I made him Big. You did. You you cast him in a lot of movies. So I guess maybe there's some animosity there. I'm not sure what, what the, the thing is. But, but uh, Tom mainly Hanks... Mainly the tit pennies. T- t- Tom Hanks, though. Oh, because he couldn't do the tit penny thing because he was Mor- skinny? Morty, Morty is very upset about the fact that every time there was tit pennies, Tom Hanks would just pick him up before me and be like, Oh, Penny, monkey, you're not... You're not, you don't have that. And he's he's cancer-free today, so... Schindler did not set you free. He is cancer-free. You cancer, not have the right to take my tit penny. That was heads up. That was a day of cancer. You know that Tom Morty Hanks, Tom Hanks is very Jewish. His real name is Tom Hankelstein. I do not believe that. He told you 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 were you you were at his bar mitzvah. You performed his bris. Remember that? He was you, born. Do you know how old I am? Well, you're old enough to perform Tom Hanks' bris, and he was like forty in 1984. Uh, Here's the thing: like, I'm trying to deny it. I had I a good, understand Morty did his bris, but it. You probably, hear, you probably hear from the accent that I am one of those Louisiana Jews. I, I know there's it. not very many of them. I hide it. I, there is exactly I one. I, I'm the one. You are. The Morty. The Morty's yeah. the one. The Creole. They call you the, 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 the Jew from Creole. The Creole Jew is what they call you. The spicy matzo ball. Yeah, the spicy matzo ball. And the, but, but Tom Hanks, him and I had a great time. We used to hang out all the time, you know? We had a good time. He, we Morty's, Morty's here to shake clubs, his head encouragingly. Stripe clubs, things like I that. Believe, I believe the words you believe you say. Oh, but the Darren, Hannah, Darren Hannah was good too. She's no Sandy Bullock, Dar- of course. Can I tell you a story about Darren Hannah? I would love to hear one. Morty? Morty. No. Morty. Morty did that. Morty did that. Nice. Morty got deep in that gefilte the fish. Morty did the Daryl? Morty did the day. All right. And they can felt the fish. Your wife ain't listening. She's dead, actually. She fell off a bridge. I'm using air quotes. (laughs) Praise the Lord. She's swimming in hell. Oh, yes, right. Oh, she fell (laughs) off that bridge real hard there. Oh, having money in the 80s was great. You could have your wife fall off a bridge and nobody ask questions. And, you know. Tom Hanks pushed his wife off a bridge. You know, you don't cry much when you find out that your wife and Tom Hanks' wife swimming in hell together. Swimming in hell together. They were pushed off a bridge like two days apart from the same bridge I think you got your idea for her dying off a bridge she killed herself God rest his soul Father Son Holy Spirit uh, but had nothing to do with Tom Hanks' wife dying the same way though Morty has agreed with you I do not disagree with you 
Good, good. That's good to know. But I think we need to move the we show do, We do have to along. move along. So we've talked plenty about Splash. We gave you the inside scoop. Tom Hanks pushed his wife from a bridge. Morty got his gefilte fish into Daryl Hannah. And I think that's all you need to know about. That's what but, we're here for. We're here for the inside underlying story. We're not going to tell you how, 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 whole move, we're not, how all the sausages are made. You know, we're talking about like all the nitty gritty, the stuff you we're won't hear. We're talking about the movies like what, what? Wait, 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 wait. What, the, what was that? What, what? What was that? That was, that was, that was Morty. That's That's your, 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 second, your second take was that nothing. That was Morty being Morty. Ready? Okay. I'll do a third take. It'll be right, better. It, I'll be better. Right, be better. Okay. okay, one, two, three, go. I don't know what it's supposed to be, though. It's like it's like that horn. It's like the horn in like the, the like reggae song. It's like a shinless list when the showers turn on. It's that horn. Oh, that's like the, the one they... Oh, okay. <laughs> we have, okay, we're going to talk about Michael Bay's Transformer, The Last Night, okay? The Last this starts, Night. This a good friend of ours. We've been with uh, Mark Wahlberg since day one. We remember when he was Marky Mark. He doesn't like to be called that anymore. We know that. Respect him. We he, hang he out got, with him. We he, got strip clubs with him. Wait, a little bit of past history. Marky Mark got his, his little tip snipped after being Marky Mark. Became Mark Wahlberg. Right, yeah. That's exactly. Got like his he, tip snipped. Drop those Calvin Kleins. We can all see his real man now. Not a monster. A lot of Jewish people uh, uh, end up dropping the Jewish name. Right? He added it. He was only Mark Wall. And he became Mark Wahlberg. Well, he was Marky Mark. Who's Mark? Right? Marky Mark Morty, Wall. Mor- Morty remembers. His last Marky name was Mark. Mark Wall. Morty remembers foreskin Marky Mark. And, but then no more, though. You realize. Did you save you, it? You do realize that you once he lost. You his brist, too? You, no, but you do realize that once he lost his foreskin, he lost his ability to rap. I don't think he ever had it. I will disagree with you because only, we only could, Jews can rap. Morty knows this. Morty knows that only Jews can rap. Morty knows this. Name one other rap, Joe. My son, Morty Jr. Want me to play a little clip of his tape? He's got a tape. He's got a mixtape out. And I want the world to hear hear a little bit of it. Morty Jr. here. Got something to say. Morty Jr. here. Got something to say. My dad found a tip penny. Wow, that's plenty. That's enough pennies, and I say it's plenty. I rob a penny. I rob a plenty. I don't know more raps, because there's more plenty of raps. Plenty for me. Raps for me, and I know he's Atlantic. Pacific. That was good. Indian. That was good. He said three different places at the end of the song. And I was saying about rap recently, they don't say places at the end of the song enough. Well, you, you want to hear another one of my son's raps? My son, Morty Not Jr. at all. He's got one about Transformers. You really okay, need Okay, this should be good. Should it have a different beat, though? Does it have a different beat, though? I don't know what we do in the studio here. You seem to act like you run the show. So. Wait, oh, let's hear it. Don't kick Transformers more than the eye. I got a guy in my eye. Penis is in my eye. My eye is not a pie. My pie is not an eye. Fuck my eye like a pie with your dick in the sky. <laughs> That was really good. I like the way it fell apart at the end. Like, oh, he did have... I don't know why uh, Transformers song started becoming about fucking a pie. He was a, he was a key grip on a... 
So he was a he was a key grip on uh, American Pie. He was the uh, guy who actually held the grip over Jason Biggs while oh, he fucked up. Oh, I see. All right, pie. all right. I got you. Okay, so and I was so like, that was that like a pie kosher, and Jason Biggs gave my my son a wink, and he was like, uh, "It's kosher now." And so, I was like, so he wrote that song about Transformers, but then decided to yeah. write some of his American Pie experience yeah. in there. That uh, that uh, that comment that Morty overheard by uh, Jason Biggs ended up in a six month lawsuit where I said that he was trying to verbally molest my son Morta Jr. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I remember that though. Um, it, uh, it was settled out of court and there was an NDA. I am not allowed to talk about it and Morty is tightly sealed under an MDA. Remember that time Michael Bay raped that little girl on a set of Transformers? I do. I was there for it. I kept telling people, cut in, closer, box it. We want to see this in post and make sure it's editable. Which is crazy. That and you, it wasn't you did, editable. When you decided to make yourself director of that moment instead of calling I, the police. I kept yelling on set, transform that girl into a woman. Hey, remember? Transform her into a woman. Well, remember the other time when we walked in and Mark Wahlberg was raping that little girl on the set of Transformers? And I kept telling him, you're in Boston. It's legal. Do it. That's Do right. it. Make yourself Boston a legal. Boston legal. Boston but, legal. But it wasn't anything like the time we walked in on Anthony Hopkins raping a little boy on the set of Transformers. And I was like, you're never going to get Westworld doing that. Stop it. Stop got, it. He still got Westworld, though, when he never stopped, though. Well, yeah. And that I think girl, he got that, that little boy. also got the lead in Westworld. Well, well, no, I was, think it's the Anthony well, Hopkins Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins raped a boy, and he got him pregnant. Well, it's Anthony Hopkins' touch. It's his touch. And when he touches you, I mean, in the special way, you get famous. That's not right. if Mark Wahlberg touches you, not if Morty touches you. No, you got the... Donnie touches you. Don't do it, Donnie touches you. You get the deep dick in from Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, and that's you right. are a star. Sir, Sir Anthony Hopkins can star do it. Star Anthony Hopkins. That's you right. Know, you want to be on the end of my dick or the end of the playbill? Westworld. Westworld. They're like, ah, that old movie from the 70s? We worked on that one and the new series. And which, Anthony which Hopkins was promising people parts in the old one. Which, and they were like, all right, I'll be anal for you. I'll be your right. puppet. That's right. Do I have to talk like Kermit? Sometimes, man. Somehow he was, uh, he was offering people roles in movies from the past that had already been filmed. And they were taking them and they were doing the sex and things. And which is actually a good wrap-up for the show. It right brings about now, it all around be, be, because, because Morty remembers when Anthony Hopkins was like, you want to make a splash? You want to bleed and splash? Uh, and then he splashed on uh, uh, on young Miley Cyrus's tits, and she turned out fine. So, uh, for a while, yeah, she's fine now. She's innocent She's fine. Again. She got the Anthony Hopkins touch. She's and, yeah. famous now. And it also sets us up, because uh, next time around, next episode, we're actually going to do a Westworld special. We're going to talk about the old movie we did. That's going to be the old version. And the new and, show. And, and the new show, which we did as well, which we got to get reunited with Anthony Hopkins. Craft um, services on a the year new one. Before. Morty liked the craft services on the new one. On the new one, well, they were better. The old they one. Had the little canapes. I like the little canapes. You like the little things, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> I like seeing Anthony Hopkins make stars, and I like the little canapes. Yeah, That's we, Morty. We hey. saw most of the, what we saw on the set of Transformers the last night was people raping other things that we we probably should have told a, like a, uh, somebody about it. But you just kept saying close up. 
You became a you director. You gotta frame it right. You're never gonna teach You're these not a director, new, though. can't teach these new you, cinematographers how to frame a shot unless you do, they get really in there. You do know a lot. You worked on Gandhi. You worked on Lawrence of Arabia. Some of the most best, bestest, most best like shot movies ever. So you know what you're talking like about. Like I tell the cinematographers, you, you, gotta, you gotta zoom. You gotta zoom in there. If you, if you can't tell if there's grass on the field, you don't know if there's time to play. Well, remember, like, you were responsible on Speed 2 when, uh, for one of my favorite shots when they did the up-and-down sexy shot of the Death Grows 13. Uh, I was responsible yeah, for right that. Yeah, right before I Jason like, Patrick raped that girl. I was like, why would you dress that girl the way you did unless you want to be seen? So I think she was dressed like camera. a turtleneck and uh, 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 pants. It's not about what they're wearing. It's about what they're going to take off. Well, it's been great uh, hanging out with all you good people. Uh, yeah, Donnie, 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 I'm going to call it Donnie Does you. Movies. I like Donnie Does Movies better. I like Donnie and Morty Does Movies. Donnie and Morty Does Movies. All right, so thanks again for tuning in to Donnie Does Movies. I'm Donnie. Donnie and Morty Does Movies. Thanks for tuning in for Donnie Does Movies. I'm Donnie. Do a close-up. You can't see the bush. There's nothing here. There's no cameras. We're on the radio. Keep zooming till you see the bush. We can't zoom out here. You gotta zoom. Bye. When life gives you AIDS, make lemonades. When life gives you cancer, make lemon cancer. When life gives you shit, just make the best of it. That's easy to do when you're living with the Northrops. Just find the pick of fence deep down in Iowa. Go past the corn a bit, then past that other corn. You'll find the family that makes a world go round. The family you'll want to meet. Hey, let's meet them now. There's little Jason Jr. Just got home from school. He's got a pocket full of ketamine and drowned his rabbit in the pool. There's the angel of the family. Oh, it's little Lacey Jr. She was just sent to juvie for shooting porno at a drive-in. Well, there's Papa Jason. Well, he's the father of the bunch. He loves to do crosswords, watch movies, and cunt. And last, there's Mama Lacey. Well, she keeps the crew together. Her hobbies include wine, wine coolers, and neglecting her kids. Let's meet the Northrops. Let's meet the Northrops. Let's meet the Northrops. Let's meet the Northrops. Meet the Northrops. Oh my god, right? I can't believe she did that with a grapefruit. It wasn't even ripe. (laughs) (laughs) That's classic. Hey kids, how was school today? Bork Bork, our foreign exchange student from Norway, it was your first day of American school. I'd like to hear all about it. Bork Bork, Bork Bork, Bork Bork, Bork Bork, Bork. Oh wow. That sounds that sounds awful. Uh, what the heck happened, kids? Do you have any insight on any like what what exactly this was? Oh my god, it was so funny. Like you would even believe it. They threw tampons at him while he ate his lutefisk. <laughs> and it's a good thing they threw the tampons at him. I mean, after he came out of the gymnasium later in the day, his his bottom was covered in blood, and I figured he would need at least a few of them. <laughs> Then he puked all over his sweater, and it smelled like dirty SeaWorld. And then I heard he took another boy's virginity. God, that's awful, you guys. Hello, neighborinos. Who here wants to climb up on top of the old Skeeter Crane? 
Not now, Skeeter. Well, see you later. God, I knew taking on a foreign exchange student wouldn't be easy. Well, you know, I told you it was going to be a tough thing. I mean, when we had this opportunity arise, I said you had to think about all the pieces, okay? First of all, he's a foreigner. We don't like foreigners. But second of all, he's here in America at this point in time. That's the real tough thing. But you know what? That's neither here nor there. We've just got to figure out what the heck to do with him now. No, Archer, you can't just throw him in a concentration camp. No, Archer, even though he does smell like fish, you can't eat him. No, we tried to sell him to a death metal band from Norway, but they wouldn't let us, if you remember. He's no good for rituals. No, Archer. Okay, maybe you're right. White is right, but... Well, hey, hey, listen, white being right or not is not what we're talking about here, okay? We're trying to come up with a real, final solution for what we should do with this kid. And I don't think we're going to get any help from this old cat over here. I think what we got to do is get to the bottom of this. Go right to the source, if you know what I mean. Maybe go talk to that principal a little bit. What do you have to say about that, Bork Bork? Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork. Bork Bork, there isn't enough wine in the world. Stick around, because Meet the Northrups will be right b-b-bork-bork bork back. If you're like most people, you love killing, but hate the mess. All those pieces, all that blood, and that smell. Well, we're here to put your worries to rest. Introducing Trashy McTrash Bags. Armed with their patented odor lock technology and a triple reinforced lining, possibly made by NASA, you can have all the fun without all the fuss. No more mess, no more spills, and no more smell. But don't take it from us. Listen to what these real customers have to say. After mama died, I didn't know what I was gonna do. No precious little boy should have to go without his mama. Well, thanks to Trashy McTrash Bags, I don't have to worry about that anymore. All it took was one of Trashy's heavy-duty bags, some bungee cords in a decrepit rocking chair, and Mama's right back by my side where she belongs. And thanks to Trashy's patented odor lock technology, it barely even smells putrid in here. What's that, Mama? Well, of course I'm going to eat their faces. How else do you expect me to absorb their energy to pass along to you at a later date via ritualistic sexual means? She's like, I'm some kind of amateur or something. When I began sacrificing people to the evil Zorgon, the winged demon from the Sixth Circle, people looked at me like I was crazy. They'd come by my house and I'd barely be able to keep them there, thanks to all the various victim bits and pieces lying all around. Well, thanks to Trashy the Trash Bags, I finally have a way to store all my trophy parts. Now, do you have a moment to speak with me about the power and wonder of the magnificent Zorgon? Taker of souls, resident of eternal darkness? You see, Zorgon, fallen from the fifth circle after messy divorce from the... No, no, I understand. People are busy. I, I, I believe I have some literature here I can leave, though. I use mine mostly for yard work. Uh, sticks and leaves, things like that. Being a sanitation officer is bad enough, but cleaning up the aftermath from our annual purge, uh, that adds a whole different hassle. 
With Trashy McTrash bags, I was able to stuff an entire murdered family of four into a single bag, minus their heads. No one ever found the heads. Mommy put Daddy in one of these, and then Daddy took a long time nap. So, if it's the mess that was keeping you from going on a murderous rampage, and it's always about the mess, now you have no excuse. So, let's say Kevin keeps pissing you off. Now you can say, shut the fuck up, Kevin! No one wants to try your fucking homebrew! It smells like your hipster beard, Kevin! Beer should be more than just hops and water! Even if they are citra hops, no one fucking thinks you're cool! Into the fucking bag, Kevin! Into the fucking bag! <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, order today and get a second set of Trashy McTrash bags free! Order in the next 10 minutes and we'll toss in an adorable air freshener, scented like the acceptance of your absentee dad. How do we know if you called within the next 10 minutes? It's always the next 10 minutes! Kevin's not allowed. See terms and conditions for details. Mr. Northrup, Mrs. Northrup, it is a pleasure to have you in my office today on this fine, fine, fine morning. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to, to sit down and meet with us today. Yes, thank you so much, Principal. It's very nice to meet you, finally. Well, I do have to say, I wish it was under better circumstances. <laughs> I mean, perhaps over some nice black and catfish? <laughs> Maybe on the streets of Mardi Gras throwing beads at the little white girls with their big pearlescent boobies. <laughs> oh, fuck. Maybe if we were sitting down for a Netflix and cuckold, this would be a whole different conversation. Well, I gotta be honest with you, Principal Plantation, uh, I don't actually know exactly what circumstances we're talking about. I mean, uh, we just kind of came home and uh, and Bork Bork was just distraught. Aww. He was ruined. He looked terrible. What happened? Well, now, Bork Bork, would you actually like to take a moment here to explain what happened? Bork Bork! Oh, with attitude like that, we can see why we have problems here in this here school. Mm-hmm. Now, uh... Of course, a little snow nigga like this, with his sexy parka and his knee-high boots, can't just waltz around this school without expecting trouble. Heck, I'm pretty sure he's wearing days of dukes under there right now, oh, yes, as yes. we live and breathe. You can't bring a sexy piece of alabaster ass like that into my school without something happening. I know, every time he uh, gets up in the morning and he leaves the house, I tell him, you gotta stop looking so goddamn sexy. Those lips, those Norwegian lips, they just look like dick-sucking lips. They just wanna fuck that face all day. God, if I was only 42 years younger, that's what I'm saying. Heck, he gets my grits in a bunch, if we're being honest, Taya. Uh, okay, okay, but um, I'm sorry, Principal, I'm just confused. Can you tell us exactly what happened today? Why, sure I can. Let me just clear my throat. <coughs> now, the problem with Bork Bork, being the new student that he is, was that like most new students, he got picked on a whole lot on his first day at school. Aww. I mean, being a minority student, well, we know how that goes. You know, I believe you already had heard about his, his bad encounter at lunch with the tampons. Well, that just escalated as he walked his sexy, tight little Eskimo buns down the hallway. One of the other students... He grabbed him and he, he threw him in the janitor's closet. Now, you know, dirty things happen in a janitor's closet and today was no exception. Oh, I know. I've been to high school and elementary school before. I know what happens there. This other student may have done things you've never heard of, Mr. Northrop. Dirty things. Dark things. For instance, on the janitor's cart, 
He sodomized him with a mop. What? A mop bucket. Ouch. The squeegee. How, kids are still fucking with squeegees? Trash can. How does that even work? Well, he used a broom after that, probably to clean up all the blood and rectums on the ground. Well, at least he's being tidy. Then he used brake cleaner for lube when he went to town on him even further. I mean, bleach was everywhere and so was ammonia. Urinal cakes were having to be pried out of him by the school nurse for at least three hours. Then we couldn't find the floor buffer. We found it finally when we saw the cord hanging out of his asshole. Well, okay, now we're just getting a little ridiculous. Then we took the entire boys' swim team. We had them gear up, put their little tight caps on their heads, and they went in deep. They had to find that Daryl Strawberry rookie card. It was the janitor's prized possession, That's and worth after a the lot ruckus, it was missing. We couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find the titty calendar. Couldn't find the janitor's uniform. Couldn't find the hangover was hanging on. Fifth grade's dead hamster was also missing. We found fur everywhere. Just clumps of fur. Mr. Snookerdoodle? Mr. Snookerdoodle, indeed. Why were you hanging on to the dead hamster in the first place? Well, it was winter and we didn't know where to bury it. Proper burial, I get it. Well, we were going to go for a Viking burial. Going to actually put it out in the middle of the pool that the swim team uses. They seem to be into it. Vikings don't have pools. Well, we don't have lakes, so Miss Northrup, I think you need to correct yourself. Now, this assault, as it's being called amongst the students, did not end there. We, uh, we had reports that it ended up moving locations. Oh, they're traveling now? Sounds like more of a vacation than a rape. <laughs> well, I do say I like your sense of humor, Mr. Northrop, but this is not a laughing matter. Borg Borg was dragged by his foreskin into the athletic department closet. Borg. No, no, no. We don't need to hear any more of your side of the story. You had your chance to, to testify. But you are not in Bork Bork Court. You are in the court of Principal Plantation. <laughs> now, the abuse as foretold in the Bible. Well, I don't remember that. Was that in Genesis? Listen, Mr. Northrup, this is not the Northrop Court. This is not the Bork Bork Court. This is the court of Principal Plantation. Sorry, I'm sorry. Now, the abuse, it moved over to the athletic department closet. And in that closet, all kinds of unspeakable things were done to Bork Bork. Tell me more. Bork Bork? No, not you, Bork Bork. Principal Plantation, tell me more. Well, if I must, because this story just gets darker and darker. Oh, does it? <laughs> well, now that you asked, yes. Think about all the things you can find in the athletic closet okay. that can fit up a man's rectum. I got it. Baseball bats. Yep. Hockey sticks. Uh-huh. Bowling balls. I'm not sure about that one. A boy's size five cleats. Mm-hmm. A jock strap. Yep. An athletic cup. Same thing, I think, but continue. The ninth grade's dead cat. Jesus, so many dead animals around. Your school really has to get their shit together with animal control. Wait, that one's not even dead. Multiple baseballs, tennis balls, racquetballs, golf balls, the other boy's balls, his his own balls. We get it, a lot of balls. Well, if you don't want to hear what happened, then why did you come down here today and harass me in my office, Mr. and Mrs. Northrup? Uh, to see what happened, actually. I'm sorry if I'm sounding a little bit uh, belligerent here, but I just don't know exactly where Bork Bork was at fault here, other than maybe teasing with his sweet, sweet cheeks of ass. The range of emotions you two have gone through while sitting here in my office is bewildering and sometimes makes me get a little hot under the collar. I'm on a lot of ketamine. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, principal. Just I'm very disturbed by this. You let this happen in your own school? What do you have to say for yourself? I let a lot of things happen. Let things happen in my school. Let things happen in my home. Sometimes in my car, all kinds of things happen. Sometimes I like go cruising. I go cruising late at night. I go down to the dick dock. Tell me I more. just honk my horn. I honk it slow and sensual like. And the boys, wait, 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 they wait, come wait. out of the ocean like mermaids with dicks. Will you go down to the dick dock? When do you go to the dick dock? Tuesdays. Oh, we're there Wednesdays usually. Oh, that's a holy day for me. Oh, okay. What uh, what religion? Cut cold and chill. <laughs> Never heard of it. Is that in Genesis? That is neither here nor there. It is right here in Principal Plantation's courtroom of school. Now, if, if, if Bork Bork wants to continue being a student here at my school, he needs to abide by the rules and stop asking everyone to rape him like he has. <laughs> he needs to abide by the dress code. We have worked very hard for decades here at this school to figure out the very best dress code to keep the rapes down. Aww. If you wear those skinny jeans and you wear those little Algonquin like uh, leather coats with the tassels, no rapes. Well, you know, I'm starting to get a pretty clear picture here about exactly what went down here today, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, thank you, uh, Principal. Just, uh, what do we do with Bork Bork? Bork Bork, what do you have to say for yourself? Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork. I think he just said it all. Now, when you two go home, I hope you do sit down with this young here boy. This shiny, smooth alabaster. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I think my phone's ringing. Hold on. Let me check my pants. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think we'll have a sit-down talk with this smooth-ass little piece of darling cunt when we get home. And we'll make sure that this doesn't happen again. You know what? We'll ship him right into shape so he's ready to come back to your school, Principal, and, and perform perfectly Principal Plantation. Well, that sounds right good, because if I ever see him in my school and he looks good and rapey, I don't know what I'm going to do. You're going to get a phone call, but be right short. He got raped again, and it's probably going to be by me. Don't touch that dial or those genitals. Meet the Northrops will return after this commercial message. Oh, these are so good. I love chunk stuffers. Oh, hey there, little Timmy. Uh, what you got there? You look a little uh, tense around the shoulders, huh? Hey, Uncle Backrub. I'm just eating some chunk stuffers. Pr- pretty much my favorite food. Chunk stuffers, you say? Never heard of them. Silly, they're the best thing ever. You know what? Let me sing you a song and tell you how good they are. <clears throat> I love chunk stuffers. Yes, I do. They're full of meat and they're full of goo. I love chunk stuffers. They're so great. You can eat them with your hand or on a plate. Heat them in the oven or microwave. To eat them is to love them all the chunks you crave. Put them in your mouth. Put them in your mouth. Put them in your mouth. Chunk stuffers. See, chunk stuffers are pretty great. Don't you think so, Uncle Backrub? I think a lot of things I ain't saying to me, like how much I like your silky skin and how you smell like statutory, but if I say it like that, I'm the bad guy, so let me put this in a way you'll better understand. Machungi <clears throat> stuffing, here we go. Sit on my lap and I'll let you know about all the meat and cheese and goods and yeah, yeah, yeah. If you stuff my chunk, I'll stuff yours too. Now take off your clothes and rub the snow can on your baddie. Put it in your mouth, put it in your butt. Now don't tell your mama chuck stuffers.
that's how the jingle goes. I don't think God never intended us to wear pants neither, so let's get that part right out of the way. What's the matter? I thought you was hungry. It's goblin time, Timmy. Nah, I think I'm full. Not yet, you ain't. Well, I'm leaving now, Uncle Backrub. Oh, I'll find you. Put him in your mouth! Put him in your mouth! Put him in your mouth, Chunk Stuffers! So, Bork Bork, do you understand what it truly means to be an American? Bork Bork! Bork Bork! Bork Bork! Bork Bork! Bork! Yeah, well, that's a little bit of a part of it there. I mean, it's all about the victim blaming. And that's just what we do here in America. Every goddamn time I sit up and I salute them stars and them stripes, think about how it's my God-given right to blame the victim. And you know what? I think a lot of this is going to get lost on the kids unless we actually have a family meeting. Come on, Jason Jr., Lacey Jr., get on in here. We got some talking to do. Hello, mother. Hello, father. What's going on? Well, we thought a family meeting was in order after all of today's shenanigans with Bork Bork. But Lacey Jr. and I didn't do anything wrong. Well, that doesn't matter because this is a learning experience for the entire family. When one person gets in trouble, we all gang up on them. You should know that by now. So what I really want to take a look at is bullying, okay? What happened is Bork Bork bullied people with his good, fine-ass looks, and he bullied a kid right into losing his virginity by raping him. That's terrifying, okay? That's something we have to make sure doesn't happen. You know, bullying is bad, okay? And you know how I know that bullying is bad? Because I've been bullied before. I've also bullied before, so sometimes bullying isn't bad. For instance, when you ask for a, a BJ and you get a PB&J. Yeah, or like when your husband's HIV test comes back positive because he wasn't entirely honest with you about what happened at the dick dog. Or sometimes when you just want to hurt another boy because he's better than you in every possible way. <laughs> when you sense weakness in somebody. Or when your boyfriend starts hitting on a girl who's the size of a refrigerator. Oh, and you bring home one of these smooth young students from your school, and it's cuckold and chill night, and he just doesn't have a password from his parents' own Netflix account. Oh, good God, who let you in, Principal Plantation? Oh, I followed you home from the dick dock, by the way. Um, I'll just let myself out. Oh, that Principal Plantation. What a cut up. Well, where were we? Um, oh yeah, it's like when you find an eagle and it looks at you like it fucking owns the place. You just want to bash it face in. Or well, whenever you're thinking you're, you're just superior to every other race, and then someone corrects you and says, no, everybody's equal. Well, no, no, they're not. Some people are less equal. We all know that, right, Mom? Pop? Yeah, of course we do. Or when you're bored at a high school dance, just stand up and do the skeeter. Do the skeeter. Do the skeeter. <coughs> Not now, skeeter. Okie dokie, man. How the fuck does he have keys to our house? I think he breaks in. Those blacks. Honey. <laughs> I mean the neighbors. The blacks. Oh no, no, Archer. There's no way the blacks did that. The Holocaust was done by a completely different group of people. Oh. <laughs> yes, Archer, black don't crack. So yes, there have been a lot of important takeaways after today's exchange. A lot of great things to know about bullying, but you know, it's been one heck of a long day for everybody, so I think it's about time for everybody to go ahead and hit the hay. Lacey Jr., Jason Jr., What do we bork. have to? 
Yes, of course you have to, okay? It's almost 7.30 at night, you know? It's bedtime. But the good Cinemax doesn't come on till after one. <laughs> Don't think I haven't heard you sneaking down the stairs to watch that, mister. All right. Rightio. Everyone have a good night. Cheerio. Good night, Jason Jr. Good night, Lacey Jr. Good night. Good night, Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Bork Bork. Aww. All right, uh... It's been a long day. Enough of that, uh, pork pork. How about you and me get some, uh, pork pork? Ah, man. <laughs> well, Jason, what a day. It's ambitious trying to take on a foreign exchange student, but I feel that every day is just a learning experience. Absolutely. I mean, I know it was hard enough having two kids, right? And then all of a sudden, we got this new one tossed in our lap, and uh, he's just a handful. One heck of a handful. Who the fuck is this guy? Oh, hello, my favorite brother from another mother, Jason. And his lovely wife, Racy. <laughs> Sticky fingers. <laughs> you are like uh, San Diego because you're my little California rule. I, I wish to stick my wasabi in you. It's starting to sound a little sexual. <laughs> oh, I do not know what you mean. Uncle Sticky Fingers out. Oh, that Uncle Sticky Fingers. He's a pedophile. <laughs> he fucked our children. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're at school and you want to look cool, just pull up your pants and do the skeeter. Do the skeeter. Yeah. Do the skeeter. When you're walking down the street and you're feeling really neat, just pull up your pants and do the skeeter. Do the skeeter. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Do the skeeter. You move to your left and move to your right. And move to your right and move to your left. You're right back when you started. Do it. Skeet, skeet, skeeter. Skeet, skeeter. I'll go ahead and load up the uh, Lost Home podcast, see if we've got any new five-star reviews or anything. So what's this? We got something. Let's see, this is a new one. We got one from Me Steak. Me Steak says, uh, I was shopping around for a new show, and this one was exactly what I needed. It's strange, funny, and a little effed up. I kind of like that, so um, I think I'm going to tell you about the show. Here it goes. 
We may be filthy mouth, we may be crass, but we do this for five stars and love, baby, not for fame and cash. Some may say we swear too much, but fuck it, I don't care. I'll bash their mama's pussies up, destroy their derriere. A three-tailed Floridian, that's just another day. We know we shouldn't talk it up, but we're gonna anyway. But jangle shit and Jesus, and timeless Kirk Cameron flicks. Giggling grown men with garbage mouth Gabbing about goblins and their dicks It's all a strange Funny A little fucked up 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 Let's get lost at home tonight Grab your loved ones, gather round We'll tell some tales of wonder Funny fucked up tales about Find what's slipping through the cracks The news they don't want you to know We'll face fuck your balls with knowledge And fist fuck your juicy brainy holes Mystery poopers and crappin' rappers We've heard it all before A woman who cut a man's dick off Just for peeing on the floor yeah, sure, we curse a little bit My favorite word is cunt Cuntity cunt cunt cunty cunt 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 It's all a little strange Funny A little fun